0: Welcome to Built in the Peach State. I'm your host Marcy Heath. This podcast is all about the creation of products in the Peach State. We're going to have conversations about all the peachy products and the people who make those stories just peachy. So let's dive in. Welcome to Produced in the Peach State. My name is Don Cook and I'm sitting in for Marcy Heath today. We are so excited to have Pastor Ricky Shirley with us today, He is the pastor of West Georgia Worship Center in Harrelson County, Georgia. Pastor Shirley, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you, Don, for having me. I'm honored to be here.
0: Absolutely. Well, the folks around West Georgia, you are well known to, but for our listeners, can you just tell us a little bit about where you're from, your past work experiences, and a little bit about your background?
1: Sure. I was born in Douglasville, Georgia. Uh, Then I moved to Buck Cannon in 1969, and Buck Cannon has been my home ever since then. I'm 64 years old, so I've been here a while, came here when I was nine. So, like I said, Buck Cannon in Harrelson County is my home, and it'll always be home. And I do travel out of the state some, but this is always home, and so I've just always been here. So I have a lot of memories and a lot of stories from Harrelson County.
0: I bet you do. And did I read somewhere where you were nominated as the wittiest senior in your high school graduating class?
1: Well, you have been doing your research. Matter of fact, uh, I did get uh, wittiest of my senior class of 1977. And then there's a little story that goes with that. My older sister got it her year of 1975. And then my youngest sister got it her senior year. So we didn't have a whole lot growing up, but we had a sense of humor. So I guess we just uh, carried that on into our into our adulthood. We're all still very uh, very crazy.
0: Well, that's good. A sense of humor is always a good thing to have, especially the older you get. So so help and ministry. Yes, sir, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you actually got into the field of pastoring a church and what what is your passion. Um, why did you select that career, and, and what brings you joy in doing that?
1: Okay. Uh, what, I, what I did was I was raised in a Christian home, and of course, like any other uh, child, when I got old enough, I had to go out and to ex- experiment the world. So I did that, and it always brought me back to my roots. And so I got involved in church, really, really involved in church as a young man, young married man and just had got married and we got involved in church and I always sang gospel music. And so that was really what I thought I was going to do. And it just was just inside of me always to preach. I always had that just a call. And I tried to get away from that call. Just to be honest, for 19 years, I just said, no, I'll do everything but that. But then I just finally realized that that's where my passion was. Uh, to preach to pastor, so that's how I got into ministry. But I'd always been involved around church, and that's just that's where the passion came in. And finally, I just had to, you know, give into that. So that's what I, that's what brought me to where I am today. Been twenty years working on twenty one years as pastor. So uh, I'm very very blessed, and I'm I'm very happy where I am.
0: Well, that's exciting. So tell our listeners a little bit about the West Georgia Worship Center and the, particularly some of the services that's offered to its members.
1: Okay. West Georgia Worship Center is located at 2815 Old Bushmill Road. We're really considered in Bremen. So we offer a Sunday morning, Sunday school. We also have children's church. We have everything for all ages. We have a Sunday morning, 11 o'clock worship. Then we have a 6 o'clock Sunday p.m. worship. We have a Wednesday night uh, midweek service, which is uh, a worship service with preaching. And we also have all of the grades for kids. We have classes. We have a wonderful uh, director of our children, uh, and she takes care of all that. Her name is Elizabeth Lane. She has all of that lined up. And so all of our classes are geared toward all the kids, and we do have a a great uh, crowd of kids on Wednesday night that come for all the classes, but we do offer three services a week, and we're we're independent Pentecostal. We have a little bit of a different worship service. Uh, you know, it's not for everybody, but it's for a lot of people. So we're very blessed and have a very good group of people here that love people, and we offer a lot here. We have a lot of different outreaches. So uh, we have the, the people who have come out of the drug world. We have all different types of uh, meeting places. So it's a good place to be.
0: It sounds like it. So tell our listeners um, a little bit about the new book that you have out, To Walk a Crooked Mile. You are now an author, a published author.
1: Yes, and I'm very excited about that. Well, to be honest, in talking about this book, I have to take you back. um, This goes back to when I was in grammar school and I was not athletic. So I always had a passion for writing. So I would write little short stories and draw pictures. And I would give it to the girls in class because the guys in the class, you know, they were all athletes. So they didn't think that that was anything they wanted to read. Some would read it, mostly the girls. And so I would write little short stories and draw pictures and give them the books. And one girl in particular, her name was uh, Jackie Dane very good friend of mine to this day. She made a comment years ago in the sixth grade that I could probably be a writer one day. And if I would just pursue it, well, I didn't pursue writing, but I always have been, uh, had a passion to to, to write and I do write a lot, but this was inside of me. And so, uh, I just kept, I'd start writing this book and I would write it a while. And then I would just, uh, delete it, start over. And then finally, I just started piling up what I wrote and put it in my drawer here in my office. Then one day after all these years, and I've been pastoring for a while, and uh, Jackie's daughter, Jamie, started attending here. She came for just a meeting as she uh, was talking to me. And so I told her that I had also went to broadcasting school, and she is a journalist at one time. And I was telling her my passion for writing. And she said, well, when are you going to write your book? And I said, well, I've been trying to write the book. But I said, I just keep putting it all. So really, she pushed me. She pushed me and told me if I would start writing the chapter and send it to her on email, she would read it and tell me if I had any hope with writing a book. And so she was very honest. And I sent her a couple of chapters. And she replied, yeah, you need to run with this, Pastor. So that's what I did. So. I finished the book up, and I sent it off, and I, I, I published with Westbow Press, a Christian group out of, uh, I really don't know where they're from, to be honest with you, but they're all over. But anyway, I published with them, and I just got the book back about a month ago, and it's on, it's on their uh, website, it's on Amazon, and I've just been going around and telling about the book, and it's really done real good, I'm I'm really blessed.
0: Well, that's awesome news. So tell us a little bit about the um, challenges that you have faced as a pastor and how you've dealt with those challenges, because I'm sure, especially with the state of the world, the way it is today, that those challenges um, come readily available.
1: They do. Yes, they do. And I tell you the way I have learned, and I haven't learned everything, but I have been doing this a while. I've been involved in church, like I said, and I did sing Southern gospel for many years, but it's a lot different to go different to go and sing at a church than to pastor a church. So in my early years, I made a lot of mistakes. To be honest with you, I'm just telling the truth. I made a lot of mistakes, uh, but I learned through making the mistakes to right the wrongs. And you have to handle church. And as a pastor, you have to handle it with two areas. You have a business end and you have a spiritual end and I have a, a business, uh, in, and I have an office manager that handles all of that. She takes care of all that, but I do have a board of directors and we have to make the business decisions, but then the spiritual part, I had to learn that I have to make the spiritual decisions. I have to get along with God and I have to, uh, seek him and let him help me make these decisions. And I have learned through the years that I have to do that in order to be successful. And yes, we are living in a very different world now. And we must, you know, really be uh conscious of that. So I have learned a lot in these 20 years working on 21. And I hope that by, you know, as long as I'm in this, I hope that it gets better because it does get better. But it is a it is the challenge that uh you have to really know that you're called to be a pastor because not everybody can pastor.
0: Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about um, some of the important things that you've learned along your leadership journey, because pastoring a church is definitely a leadership role. Um, tell our listeners three pieces of advice or words of wisdom, if you will, from your experiences in the beginning to where you are now. And if there's anything that you would do differently.
1: Yes, ma'am. OK, I have the three uh, and I do appreciate you sending me these ahead of time because it does help. But uh, I have never had a problem with talking. But I I did write down three things, and these are really uh, three things that will help you in ministry. It has helped me. First thing I had to learn how to do is to be dedicated. You can't do anything unless you're dedicated. And I couldn't expect anybody else to be dedicated if I'm not dedicated. And I learned early on that I can't expect anybody else to do anything if I'm not a leader to show them that I'll do what I've asked to be so dedication is one of the main things and then the second thing is being dependable you have to be dependable that means that people have to know that as a pastor and in a lead role as a as a pastor in his shelter you know in a uh sheep you know come to the to the block you got the sheep and you've got the shepherd i have to be a good shepherd the sheep they come in and they wounded and they come in my office and we shut the door and we talk has to stay with me. I don't allow that to go outside of my office. My wife doesn't ask me any questions about anything. And she was a banker for years and I don't ask her any questions about her work, her world. So I had to learn that. I had to be dependable, dependable, that people could depend on me. That means at two and three o'clock in the morning, you have to be dependable. You have to be available to be a pastor and to be a leader. And also the third thing, is like you have to be determined i made up my mind when i started this journey that i'm on and this just, just talking about for me i had to make up my mind that i would be not only dedicated and not only dependable but i had to be determined that i was going to do this with all that i had in me and i was going to make this very successful for me for my feelings for my relationship with the lord and i'm doing everything he tells me to do a lot of times people don't understand me and that's okay. But as long as the good Lord understands me and everything's okay with me and him, then I'm good. So those are the three things. And what would I do different? Tell you what I would do different dog. I would have started a lot younger and I would have listened a lot better and I would be more successful today than I feel like I already am, but I've not arrived and one thing you always got to keep in your mind is you haven't arrived until you get home and you hear him say, well done.
0: Very, very wise words, Pastor Shirley. Thank you. You're very welcome. Tell us a little bit about the future. Where Where do you see the state of our country headed? Where do you see um, churches headed and, and why?
1: Okay, I see that if we are not careful, if we're not careful, As churches, I believe that every church and every denomination, we're all made up of the same God. That's how I feel. I feel like that uh, we've got to seek God in every situation. I believe pastors and churches have to learn to seek God's advice and counsel. And the only way we're going to do that is to seek Him. You have to get along with Him. You have to realize that We have to get along with Him and let Him speak to us. And I'm a firm believer that He will speak to us and He can bring America back to the place we used to be. That's just my opinion. And you did ask for my opinion, and that's my opinion. And I do believe that in these last days that we're living in, these rough days, that modern world we're in, we still have to go back to the basics. We have to go back to the basics of believing the Bible believing the word of God and standing on the word of God. And sometimes standing on the word of God and on the truth doesn't make you pop, but we don't want to be popular. We just want to be in the center of God's will.
0: Absolutely. Well, Pastor Shirley, thank you so much for sharing those words of wisdom with us. Um, we truly appreciate that. You are very well known here in the West Georgia area Um, So thank you again To all of our listeners Go out to Amazon.com And buy his book It's To Walk a Crooked Mile By Pastor Ricky Shirley Thank you so much Pastor Shirley
1: Thank you And I hope you have a great day And I really appreciate The chance to To be a part of this today And thank you again And to all those that Listen And all those that purchase this book Thank you from the bottom of my heart
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Produced in the Peach State. We appreciate you listening. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe where you consume podcasts and leave us a review. Until next time, have a peachy day.